welcome once again to the Irish in Sweden podcast, my friends. My name is Philip O'Connor, and my God, am I only a shell of a man today. It is the first week of December, and we are in the wake of the Irish Chamber of Commerce in Sweden and their gala day, their gala dinner, their networking event. I got home from it at about three o'clock this morning and lads have I ever been more delighted that I don't drink because if I did still drink I would be only a shadow of the man that I am at the moment and the man I am at the moment is not much of a man at all I can tell you an absolutely brilliant event um incredible just from start to finish the work that the the chamber of commerce put in uh, Declan Caulfield the president there Anthony Morrissey involved in the event management side Rory Moore uh, there was Tara O'Neill was there. There was a, a fantastic panel put together to decide the Beacon Awards, the judges for that. The hotel itself was magnificent. The food was amazing. The band were great. Uh, the great people sitting at the table I was at and everything. It was just an amazing day altogether. So it was broken up into two parts, right? My name is Philip O'Connor, by the way. You might be listening to this podcast for the first time because uh, the headline sponsors, Jones Engineering, they were interviewed. They might be listening in for the first time and you're all very welcome. The whole point of this podcast, lads, is that it comes out every week at seven o'clock on a Monday morning and it's for you. And it's all the things that happen in the community with our businesses and with our artists and with our, our athletes and anybody doing anything, basically. Uh, so that's the whole point of this podcast. And I really hope that we're going to reach out to our community, particularly in Yavna now, because there's a lot of Irish people up there who maybe haven't heard of this podcast. And I'm hoping with some of the heads that are on here for the first time that it might be something of an introduction. But anyway, back to the Irish Chamber of Commerce in Sweden and their fantastic day. Started with a networking event in the Elite Hotel Marina Towers, right? Fantastic. You're just getting a boat and there you are. There's the fantastic hotel. And there was all manner of businesses there. So Jones Engineering, who were the headline sponsors, were there. Kirby were there. Colin were there. Uh, all these major construction companies who are working on data centres and various different builds around the country. Uh, Kim Quirland was there with some of the textiles that she's selling. You're going to hear from her a little bit later on. Carrie Cook was there with a similar thing. I'm actually going to visit Carrie. Uh, she has... Uh, an exhibition going on somewhere near Free Tense Plan, as far as I know. But I promise I'll go down to her this week and we'll do a little uh, a little thing from there. She's doing fascinating things with textiles as well. The great photographer, Sandra, uh, Sandra Jolly, was there. She was the event photographer. But she also had a few bits and pieces about what she does in terms of family photography and that kind of thing as well. So she was uh, exhibiting as they go along. And, of course, uh, my good friends, my brothers and sisters from the Stockholm Gales were there looking for sponsorship and to see how they can get more involved in the community. And then there were academics and there were ambassadors and there was all sorts of people. The ambassadors were a little bit later in the evening. They were busy, or certainly the Irish ambassador, Barbara Jones, was busy with them. Um, we had a children's party for the, for the Irish community, a uh, Christmas party there. So she was busy with that all day in her residence, no less. She let in all those uh, kids to wreck the place. And then she came down in the evening. But the whole day was just immense. So the podcast you're going to hear uh, this time around is from the networking event itself. Because what I wanted to do, lads, was I wanted to provo- provide a platform for the people who are involved in this organisation and the people who are members of this organisation to tell us why, right? What does a Chamber of Commerce do? What value does it have? What kind of businesses do we have? And it's everything from uh, William Shocknessy from uh, Jones Engineering. He was one of the first people, I think him and his brother were actually the first two people to come over uh, when this sort of data centre thing first started. William and his brother were the two sort of groundbreakers who got involved in that. And he is the first interview that you're going to hear. And then we're going to hear from Rory O'Connor, another fantastic surname, immense taste that man has. And Rory was very involved, of course, with Jones, but also in terms of corporate social responsibility and making a difference to the communities that we live in, right? So not just our own Irish community, our own Swedish 
British Irish community, but to the Swedish community in the areas where we're working. And then, of course, Kim Schalund is there. You're going to hear from Carl Stein as well. And lads, at this stage, I can't even remember who I talked to. There's just so many interviews there, and it's just a date and a timestamp and that kind of thing. So I'm just going to put them all in here, one after the other, and let you have a listen to them. And then maybe I might, uh, if in the meantime, when I put all these things together, I might have gathered a few thoughts at the end, and I'll be back to you then, right? So uh, here we go. Let us kick off with William Shocknessy and uh, the headline sponsors of the event, for which, of course, we're very, very grateful indeed. Without corporate sponsorship, these things are going to be either very, very expensive or not happen at all but uh, themselves sure Colin Kirby everybody got involved there and rode in uh, and it was just brilliant all together so let's start with William and we'll see where we go from there shall good look like Jones choose to sponsor an event like this? Well I think Philip what happened was when we got here for us about four years ago uh, we realised there was a certain element of integration to be undertaken and um, even from the early days we didn't want to just come in do a job and leave and not leave a footprint at all. Yeah. We also did expect to have a lot more work in the region so we um, ended up getting in contact with the likes of Enterprise Ireland and obviously Chamber of Commerce so yeah. I got in touch with the Chamber in early summer of this year and um, so we joined Jones Engineering up and it was just so happened in the conversation they were talking about our gala event and Beacon Award which I was aware of, I was supposed to go to it two years ago but it was just the same night my son got married so he couldn't make it. Uh, he wouldn't so, have enjoyed that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Anyhow, what we done was that what we done was uh, the conversation came up and he talked about a new departure for them from the previous two years whereby they were going to go with the regular sponsors they have and look for a headline sponsor so I immediately just says yeah well Jones Engineering will be the headline sponsor and here we are. What is Jones Engineering doing here in Sweden because it's one of those things it's a company with a huge footprint here and yet sometimes when you say it to Irish people they may not have been aware of what you were doing. Yeah yeah okay I suppose there's an element of what we're trying to achieve here as well I'll first explain what we're doing here Uh, we do hyperscale data centers um, and there's a lot of them to be done in Yavle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, every car park you see, you know, there's a date yeah, so, Exactly. <laughs> but we actually finished. We actually finished and handed over the very, very first hyperscale for a valued client, uh, which I won't mention. And that was the first one in Sweden. So um, the other Irish companies are working with them. Uh, that one we finished, another Irish company actually started it yeah. and did phase one and then we won phase two. And so it was a joint effort, really. Yeah. But um, that's what we do. What we do essentially here is hyperscale data centers. Yeah. And we're looking to spread throughout the region. What's the nuts and bolts of that, right? Are you plasterers, plumbers, bricklayers? No. So we are essentially mechanical, electrical, firefighting, you know, sprinkler and comms. Mm. So, um, like other uh, companies of our ilk in Ireland, um, what we're trying to do now is move into general contracting as well. You know, be the main contractor and be a a turnkey provider, you know, where we build it and we uh, fit it out and hand it over. So, in terms of getting to that stage, which will take a bit of time, um, we are what might be called uh, a GC2, so you have the general contractor who builds it, yeah. and invariably then we'd be looking to get some, if not all of it, to fit out. So yeah. we can win with our mechanical, electrical, firefighting expertise, 
and finish it and hand it over. Yeah. When we do that, we also get engaged with the civils aspect. So we have some really good professionals that work for us do the civils works. Yeah. Which is essentially at some time in the future we hope to get in and actually build from the ground up. But we we'll, we we'll take baby steps for that. We're happy with doing the fit outs as well, which is um, and then in terms of being here, uh, Jones Engineering definitely has made the decision that um, you know we do really want to leave a footprint here, yeah, and we want to maintain it. So the likes of this is building. We've invited. We have a table of twenty tonight. Uh, almost half of them are Swedes yeah. who are suppliers or connections to us, and uh, because it's the Irish Chamber of Commerce in Sweden, we have the Swedes with us, good friends. And uh, yeah, it'd be a good mix and a good blend. And I can see the same applies to everyone here. So yeah, it's fantastic. It's yeah. a great, great thing. How many people would you have working for you at the moment in Sweden? Okay. And how many of them would have come here from Ireland to work for you here? Okay. So how we typically do this is um, we all our staff from management down to site supervision are all direct employees of Jones Engineering. So and a lot of them have their families with them. Mm -hmm. So we have people over here who have made it their life here. Like their, fam their children go to school here, they're fluent in Swedish, and on, on the short time of four years, mm. uh, we intend maintaining that. Um, so, the job itself, these projects themselves at their peak, will have close to 500 people on site. So, they're really quite big jobs, right? And we do use a lot of Swedish labour. And we have some now, we have some direct Swedish employees. And we use a lot of Swedish uh, consultants and um, contracts. Mm. Would most of your people at the moment be based around Yavle? Would that be fair to say? Uh, Yavle, and yeah, most would be around Yavle, but we're also down in Malmö. That's right, yeah. Malmö and also in Copenhagen. Now in Malmö, we are specifically doing one of those GC roles I told, told yeah, you about. Yeah. We are fitting out the, the Colo 2, which is data hall number 2. Yeah. Admin, Colo 1, Colo 2. The original builder, an Irish builder again, who um, built those, the admin, column one and column two, is now in the process of building the three others. And Jones Engineering will complete those with all the fit out. We'll complete them electrical, mechanical, sprinkler, communications, all this stuff. So, so there's a lot happening. Then we're going to look to go into um, Finland maybe next year, please yeah. God. And, yeah. If we zoom out, how big a part of Jones Engineering's business is Sweden and uh, the sites down in Malmö, Copenhagen at the, the moment? Nordics, the Nordics. Yeah. Okay, so in four years, uh, the Nordics are now about 50%. It's that much, Which yeah. is phenomenal because... Yeah. Jones is, is that deliberate, Willie? Is it? You, did you look at that opportunity and went, hang on a second, we can, so, we can do business here? So, to be honest with you, it's way above my scale, <laughs> pay scale, to make that decision. Uh, however, that decision has been made. We, uh, the Jones Engineering I speak of, typically, although the wider Jones Engineering is our company, hmm. obviously, and that's who I work for, but within that there are divisions, and uh, the division I work for is uh, run by Brenda McAtamley and David Fox. And they are two very, very flipping clever guys, and are very, very competent. Yeah, know their stuff, and uh, yeah, it's them that's guiding along, and I do my best to help where I can as a uh, project site strategist for the region. And um, yeah, it's, it's a good mix. Mm. And we've some really, we really actually have some very good people, you know. Yeah, Irish people who are, you know, they are the bones of it, you know. Yeah, and with them, we're lucky enough for the Swedes. Great, mm. great people, you know, as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, there it's is terrific. Yeah, there's a, there seems to be a great. They work very well together. You know, we're to bring it in there. Do you know? Um, I honestly felt when I arrived, I did three years and eight months in Yabla, 
and uh, we didn't have a short space of time. I felt there was a real affinity between the Swedes and Irish. Yeah. And and we're we're so different and yet so much the same. I think yeah. you know. And what I found like some really good friends and uh, the sense of humour is incredibly alike. <laughs> Really is. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and the fact that the Swedes speak such perfect English is just amazing. Yeah. So they get the subtleties of jokes, they get the subtleties and the, mm. you know, it's just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have that sort of cultural capital, they look at all the same TV shows, they listen to all the same bands. Of course you, you know, do, they yeah. love But Irish you know what, that's practically global now, isn't it? Well, isn't it especially yeah? throughout Europe anyway. We're yeah. all watching yeah. the same yeah. things. Yeah. What, what are the challenges for the people that, that you bring over here specifically, the Irish people that you bring over here? Has there been anything that they have found difficult, would you say? Um, one thing, the winter. The winter is really, really tough. William, 24 years here, I'm still struggling with it. Yeah, <laughs> no, do you know, not even the, the freezing cold. I mean, if, if, if it's a lot of snow, which is beautiful to look at, yeah, and there's a lot of snow on the ground, and the wind stops, yeah, it's really bearable once you layer up, yeah. yeah. But when that wind blows and the snow blows, I was here for one blizzard here, I'll never forget it. But the more killing part of the winter here is the duration. It's sometimes a six flip a month, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and it's just dark. <laughs> it, it, and it's dark. Yeah. yeah. Now we had people. Some of our teams were working up in Lulio. That's up, right. Yeah, way up north, beyond yeah. the Arctic Circle there, yeah. I think. And they had uh, dark twenty-four hours a day yeah. during the winter, and brightness, the sun out, twenty-four hours a day during the summer. Yeah. You know? But they coped really well. None of them have been committed anywhere or anything like that. They're still <laughs> functioning and, and still working along and, and in different regions of uh, the Nordic stories, yeah. One of the great things about Jones Engineering, and it is the fact that you've taken that interest in the community and the welfare we and have. the well-being of your people. What kind of things? Are you involved in the GAA in Yavlin, yes, these places yes, as well? Yes, yeah? I have to say. So um, the four primary, maybe five primary Irish companies over here are all involved to varying degrees in, in Yavlin. GAA club and also in the Stockholm Gales mm-hmm. um, yeah and beyond that then, which is the sporting aspect uh, we had one of our Swedish guys played for Javle for so long he was he loved it young yeah, yeah, yeah he was playing Carl. cornerback Carl yeah Carl Carlson yeah. Uh, yeah I swear to God that man took the biggest hit I've ever seen from Paul Cordy right in the chest right. and stood up like nothing had happened yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, fantastic yeah, young yeah, fella together yeah. brilliant yeah. player as well <laughs> he's a great guy honestly isn't he just yeah. 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 is that the key then because I've always thought that the future of Gaelic games in this country is to get people like Carl playing, is to integrate ourselves into this yeah, community, you yeah. know? Do you sort of, uh, in Sandviken, the town of Sandviken is quite close there it to is, Yavla, yeah. and I saw it on the back of some of the Yavla GEA jerseys and that. Do you sort of reach out to those communities as well and try to meet them on their level? So there's a GAA committee formed, yeah, and Jones Engineering has represented on that along with the others. They do that. Yeah. They do that, and they do a very good job of it. Yeah. Um, we, when we first started off, like we were hiring the grounds and, and getting the pitches to play on, and then we were doing a bit of branding, obviously, you know. But I, I look and I, I look at Yavale, which is only it's it's a fledgling group, yeah, it's yeah. a fledgling club. But when I look at Stockholm Gales, how vibrant they are and how they've spread, I would see the same happen for Yavale, definitely. That's what they're looking to do because we do intend. It seems the climate will be that um, there'll be a lot more work there in Yavale, and we intend to be there doing it and. Like we, we put down anchor there, so to speak. Like we've done a lot of um, community work. Yeah. You know, we um, our, our man there, he's right behind me, uh, Rory O'Connor, our safety manager for the region. Uh, he does some wonderful work with um, uh, Rapatak Youth Club yep. in uh, Yavle, uh, where we kitted out a room, maybe half the size of this, and this is a big room uh, with um, computers and playstations and completely. C- 
computerised the whole room, yeah, like, yeah. you know. And uh, it was a wonderful opening night. I went round for that. I was living in Yavity at the time. And yeah, we had the uh, commune there and we had everybody and yeah, it was really good, really good. And yeah. you know what? Place was packed. Was it, it was yeah. packed and it was packed with kids like so I don't know, from nine to eighteen years of age, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was wonderful. And I tell you one thing, the uh, it was clear to see <coughs> in the demeanour and the reactions of the um, of the people who do the voluntary work running it. Yeah. They were blissfully thrilled they were absolutely chuffed so it was wonderful to see that fantastic you know? I must yeah. actually come up now some night and hang out up there with Rory and the crew and, and have a look around Ab- absolutely you know? yeah. Yeah. now funny enough at the moment Rory is in Malmö oh ok yeah. so so we have kind of phased off a little bit in Yavli yeah. but looking through a ramp now in the early year so the bulk of our people um, are in Malmö and Copenhagen yeah. but we still have a decent group of guys in um, in Yavli yeah. but that will, that will grow as we as that, move into next year, that, that's going to grow again. It's going to oh, be no, that will. Um, and when it does this time, it'll be on a high level. It would appear yeah. for quite a long time. We keep our fingers crossed. Is this the future for Jones Engineering? Is it to become a company that's almost as Swedish as it is Irish, and to get those those contracts, as you say, from the ground up? Is that where you see the future here? Well, to quote that well-worn phrase, which you nearly which you nearly mentioned there, um, we. We, we, we see it, I tell you, to be honest, we, what we see is what we're trying to achieve to a degree. So here's an Irish company comes over four years ago from, from Dublin and um, four years later we have placed quite a wide footprint right, throughout yeah. the Nordics, particularly in Sweden, a little bit in Denmark and we're looking at Finland, right? However, um, so I just lost my track there because I was going to talk about... We were just talking about the future there and what yeah. that was going to be. Yeah, and so if that's, that's exactly what it is. We, we are looking at some point to be considered, when people see the Jones emblem, wherever they might say it, to be considered a European company. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it would be better for Swedes, Danes, wherever else, to look at it as a European country. We're all part of the EU. Yeah. Um, rather than here's an Irish company in Sweden. Yeah. Having said that, we will always maintain our Irish roots, of course, and, yeah, yeah. and uh, obviously publicise them. But just uh, people's perception would be would be nice if that was the case, you know. Yeah. So that's what we're kind of aiming for. And, and for your own personal life now, do you still live in Sweden? Do you no. commute? I, I did. Um, I did myself and my wife Alva. She. Um, yeah, she came over with me when I came here. Our children were, were grown up yeah. and, you know, they had, uh, they had their own houses and we had grandchildren. So it wasn't any point in Alva staying at home on her own and then yeah. COVID hit. So I was here, I arrived here in September. I sent my brother, we were the first over for Jones, my brother Brian. And I arrived here in um, September 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, Alva came over, I think, in maybe November. Yeah. And if I was here three years and eight months, which I was in Yavle, Alva was definitely here for three years of that time with me. Brilliant. And got home for longer periods at times, you yeah. know. But, um, yeah, we, I'm back home now since May. Yeah. We, we finished GVX01, the, the first um, data centre to be complete for this particular client. Mm. And, um, yeah, so it was kind of time for me to go home. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just to be, it was my daughter, I suppose, just wanted to know we were in our house, our mother and father were in the house, the yeah, family yeah. home, like, you know, and, and there's a lot of other things, but yeah. So I'm doing a somewhat different role since we came back, and uh, which means I do travel a bit, and I come over to Yavle, I was over for the uh, um, the event we had with the ambassador who came down to Yavle. Yeah, it was a week or two ago, yeah, the correct, ambassador travelled up, went yeah. over for that. And then I go ahead and do a little bit of scouting when we're looking at uh, projects we hope to do, and, and then I try to publicise the brand, stuff like that. It's, yeah, um, yeah. 
Yeah, somebody came up with a very fancy name, but I'm not sure that applies. Um, project site strategist. <laughs> I love that. That sounds. I mean, that, that's a man of capernosity yeah, and function. Has been yeah, able to yeah. call it. If you can get away with it. Go on. Now that you're living back in Ireland, yeah. is there anything about Sweden you miss when yes. you're back in Ireland? Yes, absolutely. And I tell you, I hadn't been back for went in May, so six months, and I came back for two nights for that ambassador event. And um, I got off the train. I walked up uh, Drottninggatan, yep. up towards the square. Yeah, I got a real pang. I really did. I got a real, real pang. And uh, I just loved it. I love Sweden. I love the Swedes. I, I absolutely love it here. Um, I, obviously, Ireland is, 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 where, is where my heart is, yeah. Um, but I tell you, if there's anywhere else, if I couldn't live in Ireland, it would definitely be Sweden. Willie, it's been an absolute pleasure well, talking to you. So Every success to yourself and to Jones. And if there's ever anything that this community or this podcast can do for you, just reach, reach out your hands. Thank yeah, you very man. much. Yeah, thank you so much. Good man. Thanks thank you. Cheers. We have a man with the finest surname in all of Ireland, Rory O'Connor, mentioned there by Willie O'Shaughnessy just a little bit earlier on there. Rory, great to have you here. Thank you very much, Philip. Uh, the Irish Chamber of Commerce in Sweden, of course, is having its Beacon Awards ceremony this evening and the gala dinner. Willie mentioned to me when you were working above in Yavla, one of my things is this thing of community work, right? It's getting out there into Swedish communities. And he mentioned that you set up, was it the Rap Attack? Are you working yes, at the Rap Philip. Attack? Yes, Philip. So we, uh, about a year or two ago, we engaged... Uh, with the uh, Yavale commune to look at for opportunities to promote and uh, give back to the community. And we came across a youth club called Rap Attack who are running a youth centre uh, from people from all different parts of the world uh, to help them with extra language skills, additional education, and also to assist them with some of their own educational development. So we approached them at the time and we asked what we could do to assist them and at the time they had a, a media room that was requiring some refurbishment. So over the space of a year we uh, engaged with Rap Attack and um, we started developing their media centre and the, it ended up costing us in the region about €80,000 that we put into it. Uh, we completely refurbished part of their centre. Uh, we provided them with 10 uh, Microsoft Surface Pros. Uh, we refurbished the room, we provided them with all the furniture and the desks and then in addition to that provided them with some additional uh, TVs and Xboxes for a bit of their downtime and play. But it was a fantastic opportunity to be involved. But with that as well, we've also had great opportunities to be involved in other CS our opportunities. Uh, recently, one of our projects down in Staffensdorp, we've just been involved in Clean Up Sweden, which is a national clean-up day in Sweden, and we were out in the community with some key clients and the commune, where we actually had 15 direct staff going out doing litter picking, and we took just under a tonne of waste uh, from street waste and bits and pieces off the street. So we've had great opportunities here in Sweden to be involved in CSR, we've been involved in the Gaelic football, uh, we've been involved in new centres, we've also assisted in developing some uh, air conditioning units in a local school so Jones Engineering are very proud of their CSR uh, in Sweden and, and across our, our group uh, and again we always look for opportunities to assist and, and, and what we can give back to the community is where we are and it's been a fantastic opportunity for the organisation uh, and we really enjoy doing it so it's, it's fantastic to be able to give back Now your colleagues would never say these things to your face right but everybody gives you great credit for maybe not doing everything but for being one of the driving forces behind it what is it that makes you come to 
a town like Yavla or Staffanstorp and you look around you go I could do something here what is it within you that brings that out? That's a good question and thank you for that I think I moved out here in 2019 with my wife and children and my children are probably more Swedish than they are Irish now and I think as a parent uh, living overseas my children are involved in all the local sports clubs and the schools um, and as a parent I see that you know there's always opportunities to help other families and help other children so I think it really brings back that feeling and, and again coming from Ireland and we are a, a nation of, of community and we're very charitable individuals but when you go out into the community and being so integrated into the society here you do see those great opportunities to be able to help and assist people and Jones Engineering have always had that at one of their core values that CSR is very important to us and helping develop local communities and engaging uh, with charities etc so I think within the organisation itself it's not just within Yavli it's across the, the group and across uh, all our projects that we work on worldwide so again it's really driven from the organisation itself and I think that's instilled in a lot of us. Yeah. Uh, you're now down in the south of the country so you've gone from the freezing I north am. slightly <laughs> down, so slightly less snow slightly more light in the evening kind of thing. Um, is this you're going to be your home now for the foreseeable future. It is, future. Philip, yeah. So again, like I said, we moved out in 20, uh, 2019. My boys play floorball and they involved in a couple of local football clubs. They're involved in Thorns down in Lund. And um, we've been settled out here. So my boys are both fluent in Swedish. My wife is fluent in Swedish. I'm nearly there now as well. Good morning, yourself. And we've been enjoying it. But we've made so many, uh, made so many friends over here. We've really embraced the Swedish culture. And we've been so welcomed uh, by the Swedish over here. And it's just been a fantastic uh, opportunity for us to really kind of start our life out here. And we've met a lot of uh, people and, and expats, etc. But really, we've just embraced being Swedish and the culture. And we've had the opportunity to visit beautiful places here from Gal to Mora, uh, we've been up in, in Karuna, we've been in Skalatvia and Sweden has so much to offer for families from its healthcare to its schools and it's just a fantastic place to raise a family. Brilliant and I'm sure we're salute Sweden is now delighted to have you after all you've done for, for them up there and do let us know if there's anything that you're doing down below Malmo we might come down and visit one of these projects but for now Rory thanks so much for Absolutely, talking. Absolutely Philip thank you for having me. We're meeting all sorts of celebrities here in the Elite Marina Tower. Could you just introduce yourself, sir, and tell uh, me who I'm Pierce Dolan uh, from Kerby Group. I'm the operations director uh, for, for this region. And Pierce, you have been sent down here, the sacrificial lamb to yeah. the Irish Chamber of Commerce. How long have you been sort of operational in Sweden? Here? Uh, we're here We're here probably since 2017 overall, and uh, I'm here since about, it's four years ago now. It's four years ago this week since we, Is it we, we came here in force. What was that like? Because you're coming in in sort of the start of December. It's cold and it's dark. Yeah, Did you wonder, what yeah. the hell am I up yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, what am I doing here? I need... I, <laughs> When is the return flight? Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's different. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Um, you come, you come into new regions and new places, and uh, as somebody said once, you have to pay the stupid tax. <laughs> um, was the learning curve very well, long in the beginning? Was the, it? Learn, the learning curve is fun. It's long enough, but yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. What, what was the sort of of all the lessons that Irish companies like yourselves yeah. have learned here? What was kind of the hardest one to learn? Do you think? Um, I don't know. I suppose uh, being Irish, we're, we're very good at going into a region and being quite siloed, in, yeah. in, you know, and, and not reach, need, reaching out. So when we came here first, we, we made the conscious decision to just reach out say hi we're here uh, find out what the appetite for that is etc yeah. because 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 in Sweden they're they're, they're different to, yeah. to the way we are we're, we're very out there as, as Irish people yeah. and in Sweden they're they're, they're not no so uh, just to get your head around that part of it and that but that was difficult it, enough in the it, beginning. It, it, it was fine it was fine to just uh, 
keep chipping away as you get there. Yeah. Get, there and get, get to know the... the keep showing up, I yeah, think, exactly. as well. Yeah, exactly. Hi, I'm here again. <laughs> <laughs> How is business at the moment? Because it seems um, to me there's no end of data centres and buildings being thrown up here by Irish yeah, contractors. B- business, business in Sweden is good. It's very good. Um, a lot of the, the, the large um, multinationals are here and they're here because of Sweden's ability to generate electricity and that mm. and through nuclear and renewables, etc. So mm. compared to other European countries, their ability to, to generate electricity, particularly, mm. it's very good. Yeah. And it's a good country to do business in. It's, 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 it's a good, it's a good, yeah. there's a good business environment here, etc. So that's why we're here. Mm. That's why we're here. And cooling is not really a problem here at this time no, of the year? No, not at sure, this no. time of the year, no, 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 no. <laughs> How many employees would you have on the ground in Sweden at any given time? Uh, we have about 350 mm-hmm. cur- currently. It fluctuates, it depends on what cycle the projects are at. Yeah. But uh, approximately... Three, three, three fifty. Yeah. And moment. would you have many local employees, or would they be mostly Irish people who are cycling? It's, it's, in it's a mixture. We've, we've we've a good few Irish. We have from Dubai to South America working for us. Um, we we are actively trying to recruit more locals. We have we have a good good number of locals. Mm. Uh, we've reached out to the colleges and that here on graduate programs and yeah. apprenticeship programs and all of that. So that's part of the, the uh, I suppose. The development, as we see it here, you know, as it developed that that supply chain locally for for local uh, employees and that. Mm. How competitive is business between the likes of Jones, Kirby, Shore? Because you're all uh, in the same sort of area, that we, kind of. We, we are. It's 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 extremely competitive. Like it, it, it and, is. And yet, there's a bit of a teamwork goes on there as well, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, exactly. But it is extra. It's. I don't know how, if you could. I don't know what the analogy was compared to something in GA, but it's like I don't know. I'm from Mayo, so it's, there, there's there, there's a Mayo Gallery rivalry there, definitely. Oh, right, it's not bad, is it? Mayo can be. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 good, like because um, at the end of the day, we're out here to do business and to deliver for for, for our clients, as it were. But yeah. uh, it's 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 competitive. It is, <laughs> it's yeah. Competitive, it is, yeah. What's the future for for you lads from Kirby here? Do you see a very bright future in Sweden still? Oh, definitely, yeah, de- definitely. Like, I mean, our our plan we're we're here for the long term. Mm. We set up a permanent base, particularly in Yevle. We have we mm. have a, our, our main office there. So, uh, again, going back to supply chain, develop the local supply chains. Mm. Uh, we're here for the long term, the long haul. Though that's that, that that's our plan. That's our model. Mm. To, here for the long haul if I was to ask your customers right because sometimes it's very easy to get pigeonholed right all yeah. these lads they can only build data centres yeah, they yeah. couldn't build a shed yeah, like, you yeah. know. is there a danger of that happening in Sweden or are you trying to branch out from that at the moment uh, you could you could get pigeonholed in, in that side but I suppose if you look at it over the the whole business of what we do mm. it's not just data centres we yeah. do life sciences we do we do healthcare whatever so across the business we, 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 we do more than data centres but what we're doing here is, is predominantly data centres mm. that's that, that's where the growth is that's where the the, the, the the client need is at the moment so first weekend of December 2033 right if you yeah. and me are standing here we might be a little bit greyer where do you expect the Irish Chamber of Commerce in Sweden to be do you still think there'll be all these Irish companies working here for the long haul do you think I, I would expect so I do, it, 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 to, to be here in, 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 in 10 years time you're, you're going to have to work at it you're going to have to develop hmm. your, your local your local supply chain side and integrate into the community but I would definitely expect us to be here in in 10 years time definitely now I know you said that there's that Mayo and Galway rivalry that kind of thing right if an Irish company 
not necessarily in the same branch as you now, but in, this, in the same... What would be, you know, if there was one piece of advice that you could give to an Irish company listening to this podcast about doing business in Sweden, what would that be, Pierce? Um, I suppose come in, and come, come in with an open mind. Mm. Uh, come in, I, I think I was saying it to, to, to Hannah Fraser there earlier, um, come in with an open mind. Come in with the attitude that you need to learn... How to, how to do business locally. Don't come in with the attitude that you've done your prep work and you know mm. X, Y, and you know everything. You don't. You don't. It's 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 different here. Uh, there's a different way of doing doing business here. But just come in with an open mind. Uh, be prepared for challenges. But um, you, you know, it's, it's as I say, it's a great country to to do business in. So. Just stay the course. Well, on behalf of Irish companies coming to the region to do business, Pierce, I would like to thank you for reducing the stupid tax bill for the, for the first couple of years. Thanks very much for talking thank, to me. Thanks, thanks. Thank you. You had to lower it down, did you? Right, no, I had to lower it. I actually put it now. We had it on the table for everybody else, but we put it on the floor now for Carl Stein being here. <laughs> you had sent us out for me. Carl Stein from Torst is here uh, at the Irish Chamber of Commerce in Sweden's... Uh, what, what, is this a networking day? Was this the, ex- the expo for the Irish in Sweden? Was that? Yeah, I think it's a new thing. I, I, I haven't really been involved with the Chamber before, so this is my first year being involved, uh, thanks to your podcast, actually, when, when Rory sold it to... Uh, <laughs> so us mere mortals as well as, as the big CEOs of all the big engineering companies. So yeah, I was delighted to be invited. And uh, this is like an exhibition of uh, and a networking event before the gala dinner uh, tonight that I'm looking forward to. Tushed beverages will be served, I believe. They will be available at the tables here in the Elite Marina uh, Hotel Tower. Um, mm-hmm. How has it been? How have your products gone down with the people that you've been presenting them to? Some, in some cases for the first time here today, Cal. Brilliant, actually, yeah. People people love them as they generally do. And uh, the the fun part is the people that are not here so long trying Yumos for the first time uh, is interesting. I'd say there were some so. facial expressions there. No, was actually, ours, ours, is, uh, ours is quite a mild version. Uh, and it's partly, as I tell, tell the people here, it's partly because one of the most prominent flavours in regular Swedish Yulmust is actually the preservative sodium benzoate that gives that sort of strange bubblegum artificial flavour. Oh, no. So we don't use we don't use preservatives as you know so uh, ours, is a, ours is a relatively easy to drink uh, Yulmust so there hasn't been any any uh, upturned noses or anybody like spitting it out. No, they've all enjoyed it. At least they've told me they have anyway. So. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. How is business coming up to this time of the year? Actually, don't. No, let's skip that because we know how business is. Business is always brilliant here. But there's <laughs> always room for more, right? Yes. If people want to get their Yule Must from you in time for Christmas, if they want to have proper Yule Must and not sodium benzoate on the table, what's the best <laughs> way to get hold of you between now and December 24th? We, we are in some supermarkets now in the Stockholm area and actually in Gothenburg. So some of them, like the Ikas and the Hem Shops that have a bit of a craft uh, corner for yeah. sodas and beers. Where they rich people us. live, is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. well, Lily yeah, Holman, okay. Hornstool, <laughs> Sea Farm, the Naka, these places. But, um, okay, so the wealthy yeah. and the hipsters are well covered. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, online, as we've always been uh, on delatia.se. So, yeah, www.delatia.se. Ne- next day delivery to most of the country. Is that right? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe not Yukas Yarvi. It might take two days to go up there, but yeah. yeah I'll get the bike out. Yeah, that kind of thing. How is it going in? general because when we were out there last time in your bottling plant and you were brewing away there and that, I think you said to me there that we're going to be doing the lemons soon enough because the lemons are in season from Sicily or something. Was exactly that right? and that's right now so yeah lemons we use what's called Primo Fiore lemon which is the first harvest and that's out now so they have a much higher level of essential oils so we shred the whole lemon so you get all these oils and aromas out and that comes into our 
real lemon flavor soda so you get all this uh, a more delicate floral lemon flavor so yeah that's that's what we're brewing now from next week yeah so i have a ton of uh, sicilian lemons coming over next thursday a ton of sicilian ton, lemons yeah and, I, and I, that's a literal ton that's not a the irish saying that's a ton i have a ton of them this is a ton <laughs> it's coming. actually yeah, a ton yeah. of them so you'll be out there brewing out beyond in uh, where was it in ingada ingada are there any plans to sort of add new flavors or that kind of thing or are you just growing where you are at the moment Carl? yeah we there's a big demand for sugar-free uh, at the moment we're a little bit torn uh, whether we we do launch sugar-free flavors or not um, would that mean putting in something that you don't want to put in or can you avoid it well, in some way there are a couple alternatives that aren't the, the the more sort of infamous bad boys such as aspartame and um, mm. yeah there's there's stevia which is plant-based and then there's erythritol so we would use them we use them for our sugar-free cola at the moment um, but yeah m- sugar-free is potential but as as is an all Swedish uh, flavour so using ingredients only from Sweden what like meatballs uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> meatball soda yeah no the um, yeah obviously it's difficult to you know Swedish lemons aren't the best so uh, we do have to buy our lemons from Sicily but there are alternatives for acidity because we only mm. use a citrus fruit for acidity so there's a mm. there's a fruit called quince uh, which is quite a not too sure if it is a citrus fruit but it is it is quite acidic and then we would do either a blueberry or a lingonberry or a rhubarb um, Ooh, all right. sourced from, from Sweden. So that, that would be on the card so that we have a soda that we could say is fully Swedish. Fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, just one last question now. When are, is there any cut-off dates for you? Anything like that for orders or anything else like that? Or will you be working like Santa's elves up until midnight on the 23rd kind of thing? Yeah, no, I th- think with Delatia would be a few days before Christmas, so yeah. probably by the 19th or 20th. We will deliver to cafes and restaurants as we do. I mean, we're still... We still feel like the, the, we're the small small company that looks after our, our customers and we want to be that company as long as yeah. possible. And we, we still are. So if somebody's stuck, if one of our cafes or museums or hotels are stuck over Christmas, I'll jump in the van and I'll, uh, I'll deliver out to them. So, yeah, we don't have, we don't, don't have any cut-off points. It's, uh, you, you just know now that I'm going to call you on Christmas Eve. Go yeah, morning, just, because of, just because of this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. You happen to have a bit of you most <laughs> in the back of the car. Carl, thanks very much for stopping to talk to us. Thanks, Philip. Cheers. Helen Kavanagh Bailund. This is the first time I haven't called you Helene at the start of the conversation and all the time we know each other. You're here today, Dara Leadership. Is this your first sort of foray into the exhibition world, is it? Absolutely, yeah. I've had the company going a couple of months now and this is the first time I've been at a trade fair or anything like that, so, yeah. How how has the response been so far? It's been really, really good, actually. A lot of Irish companies coming up and saying, oh, that's very interesting. They're Mm. maybe currently sending their people back to Ireland for leadership training. And that's something that uh, I could help them to do here in Sweden. Mm. Mm. I was going to say it would be a lot cheaper. Maybe it wouldn't, but it would be certainly a lot better if they had you doing it, you know. (laughs) The last time we spoke, we had a lovely walk around Sigtuna. We talked a lot about leadership and about the idea of leadership and that kind of thing. Um, Where are you now in the journey of your business? Have you sort of landed in what you're doing? You know, Because at that time, it was almost like a day gathering exercise for you wasn't it yeah I mean I've been obviously talking to a lot of people and trying to assess what the needs are in the market and that and now I have built up a couple of clients which is great and I'm learning the whole time you know what people want what organizations need and also what works Mm. and also learning just a lot about the mechanics of running a company so 
you know, how to do the accounts, how to do the marketing, because as you know, when you have a small company, you know, you're doing everything yourself. So, yeah. mm. a one woman show. Yeah, so far. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything in particular that you're doing now that, you know, your previous jobs in public administration, that kind of thing, you know, you got to do some very exciting things, but they're not always the things you kind of want to do. Have you enjoyed becoming your own marketing manager, your own accountant, your own everything? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's one of the best things I've ever done. I'm loving the freedom of it. Brilliant. I have no board or I have no manager, you know, telling me what to do and what not to do. So, you know, I do my own thing. If I make mistakes, I'm responsible. And likewise, when it goes well, I'm responsible. So it's a fantastic journey, actually. Mm. Yeah, it's great. You, you great get all, all, all the reese and all the rooster, as they say in Swedish. You, know, you get both, <laughs> you know. And um, if we look at the companies in this room here with the Irish Chamber of Commerce in Sweden, obviously it's important for somebody like you who's starting out on a business journey like this to be involved in what way do you think that you can help these companies specifically can you help them gain a better understanding of of leadership of sustainability of these things you know is there is there sort of a market here for you as well do you think yeah i think so i mean talking to them a lot of them realize that leadership is very important and the theme of this event is resilience as well so good leaders are very important for resilience and for sustainable development so yeah i see a lot of opportunities and also i find the irish community is great that way so even if it's a company that maybe is a bit too small and they don't see a need for my help with leadership consulting they promised to introduce me to people later at the dinner or someone said oh my boss is going to be at the dinner so you can meet him there whatever so that's fantastic and I love that about the Irish community you know people are very friendly and well-meaning uh, which is great for someone like me that's just starting up on my own you know so it sounds to me like you have a very busy evening ahead here <laughs> at the Dalla dinner you I, do. I'm looking forward to it you as am I Helen thanks so much for talking to me thanks Phil there we go. Kim Quelland, you're wearing two hats today, right? So we'll start with the first hat, the Irish Chamber of Commerce in Sweden hat. How has this event been? We're coming to the end of the, sort of the, the, the two hours sort of open mm-hmm. day of networking here. How has it been, do you think? Uh, well, it's been a great afternoon, Phil. Uh, we've had actually quite a lot of visitors here this mm-hmm. afternoon, so it's really great to see everybody starting to mingle already. Mm. Uh, and a great opportunity for, I mean, to show a little bit about what the Chamber's all about. Mm. Irish businesses in Sweden establishing, networking, Mm. getting to know each other, making new contacts. So Mm. it's been a really great afternoon. Mm. Now, you also have your other hat on as well, which is Kim Kualund, influencer, supplier of fine garments to the stars, etc., etc. What's the sort of (laughs) the business that you have going in in that sphere? Well, so... Uh, I mean, as you know, Phil, I am a, a communications person, been working with uh, so, media. Sorry, sorry. Let, let me say, a highly respected, extremely competent, high-level communications person. Let's just give you your full title there. Oh, jeez. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Uh, no, but my I actually started a little venture uh, mm. a couple of years ago, which was the concept is this... Uh, I uh, actually originally trained to be an architect, so I've always had an interest in interior design and uh, probably specifically textiles and so on and so forth. So I decided on, I mean, everybody from Ireland knows the quality of textile production. Mm. Uh, You have mills like Foxford, you have Cushendale, you have McNutt and so on and so forth. And I thought, why do we not see these fabulous products in Sweden and in Scandinavia, which we don't? Mm. Uh, So I actually, a couple of years ago, made contact with uh, some of these older mills, well-established mills, and see to see what we could work together on. 
which has ended up, to cut a long story short, it's ended up in a collection of uh, blankets, throws, uh, scarves, uh, and we're thinking and building all the time, but that's what we have at the moment in Irish linen, in wool, uh, and so on and so forth. So we have uh, an online uh, business at the moment. We have a showroom in NACA. Welcome to come and visit us. Ooh, uh, look, I didn't know about the showroom. Yeah, now. we've yeah. opened a showroom about a month ago. Um, and I mean, our goal is to is to uh, to have these Irish products turn up in uh, good quality interior design uh, shops that work with stylists, work mm. with interior designers, and so on. Yeah, and all these sort of home makeovers, all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All of them. yeah. Um, how difficult is that business? Because I was talking to Hannah Fraser from Enterprise Ireland a little bit earlier, and she was saying that retail in particular is like that's the hardest thing to break into. You can break yeah. into construction or you can break into yeah. you know food and beverage, that kind of thing, but retail can be very difficult. Have you found that in the beginning? Yeah, I mean, Hannah's absolutely right there. Uh, it's a very competitive it's a very difficult area to get into so I mean our approach has been to keep the scope of what we're going to try to do fairly wide Mm. so we're looking at different kinds of customers both business to business uh, when it comes to for example hotel uh, interior design but also business to consumer with the web shop and so on Uh, but it's very tricky and I think the times that we're in at the moment Mm. Uh, the priority when it comes to private finances is maybe not to do a remake over on your house it's to kind of really get through the kind of financial situation that that you know, yeah. the whole of Europe really finds itself in at the moment. Yeah. But uh, we're plodding on yeah. and uh, we believe in the products. I mean, the, the, the quality of the textile production from Ireland is outstanding. Mm. It really is. I've done a lot of market research in Sweden and in Scandinavia uh, and the quality is absolutely way bu- above and beyond. Mm. If people want to find you online, because like, this is the time of the year now, everybody got paid there the 25th of November, I was trying to get to Christmas shopping, and I've seen some of this stuff, and it's just amazing, right? And I wouldn't, my daughter's here with me, she'll tell you, I wouldn't exactly be the guy with the home style in my, but it's beautiful stuff altogether. Where can they find the showroom, and where can they find the products online, Kim? Well, uh, the online shop, the web shop, is whitecloverCollection.com. WhitecloverCollection.com, perfect. And our showroom is in NACA. So it's a Varm de Wegen 120. Um, And if you you look up a a very established um, interior design company called Zandfort in Reidning, we're attached to them now. So they are doing a lot of interior design projects and so on, and we're getting involved in that as well. So Zandfort in Reidning, Varm de Wegen 120 welcome into us uh, 11 to 6 every day basically except yep. for Sunday and Monday and whiteclovercollection.com yes 24-7 lads you can you can have a few drinks in the evening then you can be feeling <laughs> a little bit flahulok and you can get a credit card out there and you can get all your Christmas shopping done in one fell swoop if we're not mistaken exactly bang on and don't forget there's uh, we have until the end of the year we have a promotion 
too, because we really want to get our, our products circulating. Yep. So use the code FW2023 and you'll get a great 20, 20% discount on everything you order online. Actually, that's perfect. The interest rates won't be coming down before January, <laughs> so you can save a few, Bob, there. Kim, the very best of luck with that. I will be getting Thank all you, my Christmas shopping there and I'll see you at the dinner a little bit later. Lovely. Thanks very much, Phil. Thank you. What a day, boys and girls. What a day. What a mix of people. What a mix of companies. What a mix of commerce. What a mix of great stories. And it, that was only the beginning of it. You know, the two hours of wandering around there, there were so many people that there was little informal chats with. Uh, Jimmy Murphy was there, Sophie's father. Uh, Sophie was a brilliant MC later on in the evening there. Did us in both in the Stockholm Gales and the Chamber. She did us proud there. Uh, it was just a fantastic event all around. And the chance to meet people, people who've only just arrived in the country, um, yeah, it was just awesome. The whole thing was just awesome. Later on in the evening, Ivan Keen of Keen Brewing, a man you will have heard on this very podcast, oh loyal listener, was the winner of the Beacon Award and how well deserved was that? Uh, a man who was doing absolutely everything to progress uh, both the craft of brewing and you know how it's marketed, how things are done, how it's sold and to make sure that it's sustainable and the networks that he's building together with the rest of the craft brewers in the country is just amazing stuff altogether. So, yeah, just a tremendous day all round. And I'm hugely, hugely grateful to Rory, to Declan, uh, to Tara O'Neill, to Sophie and to everybody else on the board there who invited me and everybody else who took part. I know Garoge, who's over here doing his uh, Erasmus year uh, from Na- the National University in Galway. He's over here studying journalism. I had a good long chat with himself and, and Aaron last night. And you know, just so many people involved and getting involved in these things. It was just awesome altogether. So I'm just completely blown away. This is only the start of the Christmas season, lads. Uh, next week in Malmo and in Stockholm, the Swedish Irish Society is having its various Christmas parties. So get in touch with them. Swedish Irish Society, go Google them. I haven't got the energy for doing that right now. And they will tell you where you're going. Uh, so try to get involved there. And if it's if it's even if it's 1% as good as what last night was, it would be brilliant altogether. Listen, I'm going to have to leave this for this week. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. If you can support the podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash man in Stockholm. You can also support it on Swish 123-2424-166. 123-2424-166. And if you're part of one of the big companies and you have a load of budget lying around and that kind of thing, drop an old email to philip at ablana.se, right? See this as part of your corporate social responsibility. And the other thing you can do is share the podcast, lads. So it might be that... Um, we find some way of sharing it with all the employees of these great companies who are working in Yavlin and Vesterosen and Lulio and these places as well. But even if you share it on your own socials, it helps me to reach that audience and to continue telling the stories of our communities over here. Listen, I'll let you go. Uh, I'll be back again next week with another podcast. So until then, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Let me know if you need that and I'll talk to you again next week. Good luck. Mm-hmm.